everybody. This is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Welcome, everybody, back to uh, another episode of Stranger Damies. Um, uh, thank you for all joining us. We're just a bunch of uh, first-time D&D players, um, just rolling some dice, having some fun. Um, and we are pretty deep in this campaign here. Um, so to recap, um, the Wild Stallions, our intrepid adventurers, had finally made it to the Nine Hells, um, traveling in their Lorien D. Uh, they got to the uh, walls of the city of Dis, uh, where they found a uh, former uh, nemesis walking in with his army of lizard folk. Um, once uh, making eye contact with Tatuvius, um, they were able to uh, negotiate with him to be let inside the town. Once inside, they ran into old ally Teddy um, and his uh, new um, partner uh, Elred. And they were uh, talking about how uh, it's been kind of crazy uh, down in the hells. Um, it looks like, um, you know, there were um, things going on in terms of the raising of Morningstar. And uh, the uh, Elred had figured out um, from an old uh, history of, of Lucifer Morningstar that his three uh, tombs were located in a land of fire. A land of ice and just out of the reach of the thrones of the hells um you were able to figure out that the land of fire was the uh city of dis um so you were uh beginning that investigation um when you were uh, asked to uh, meet with um tatuvius um by the iron tower uh where the despater um sits in power um once you made your way um, towards the tower after finding out the trick that you can't look at it um, or else it never comes closer. Um, when you got there, you saw that there was a group of people surrounding uh, uh, Gallo and uh, Tatuvius walked up, um, did a little speech to the crowd and brought out the Spader and two members of uh, the Senate in this and uh, hung them in front of the crowd um, showing his uh, power to the devils um, there, um, which is the only thing that they fear or respect, um, and also making it a little more personal for you as the uh, two senators were the uh, parents of Fred. Um, and after uh, doing a little bow and walking away, um, Pizza Tacos decided to follow um, inside and found uh, uh, Tatuvius outside the first tomb uh, Lucifer Morningstar, which had already been opened, and um, uh, they had gotten that first part of the ritual complete, 
Um, and our uh, Wood Elf Bard uh, made a deal uh, with Tatuvius um, because the last seal requires a sacrifice. Um, and he has decided to be that sacrifice instead of uh, Tribeca. Um, and after leaving, uh, the group uh, headed towards um, Stygia, the fifth circle of hell, uh, because Teddy had figured out that the land of ice um was that circle um and you guys head in and then as you land it um on the circle you uh, uh bort crash the lorian d into the side of an ice mountain uh making rendering it um unusable unless if you uh, figure out how to repair it and uh that is where we left you guys off um you guys are standing in the uh freezing realm um of stygia um, uh, where there would normally be flames um, on the outside of the city uh, nearby. It just looks like cold, like bluish flames. Um, it's basically everything you've seen um, in this, but just flipped um, from uh, fire to ice. Um, there, are, there are seas and rivers that sort of flow. You're on the patch of land that leads right up um, to a city that is built into the side of an ice mountain. Um, there, and um, as you're standing there, um, uh, what do you guys do? I think the first thing I want to do is try to figure out if um, what we need to do to fix the machine. Could I use investigation to try to figure out like how it works and yeah. what is broken? Yeah, yeah, roll investigation for me. All right. 22. All right. So the uh, first thing you notice is a lot of the technology um, in the vehicle is things you haven't seen before. Um, it is uh, uh, technology from the Ayer, uh, Aryan um, city that had fallen out of the sky uh, millennia ago. Um, but what you see is that you can um, retrofit it to at least be able to move again, um, just from general knowledge of... Uh, you know, uh, um, getting regular vehicles uh, to move in, in your world. Um, but you don't know if you can fix the um, the plane traveling abilities that it had. That would require an Arcana check. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I think I was mostly wanting to identify, like, which... I assumed it was magical. I was yeah. wanting to identify, like, which magical piece is broken to get a magical person to fix yeah. that without yeah. them having to, like, diagnose the whole machine. Yeah, yeah. you see, with that investigation check, you see that it's both physical and um, the part that would be theoretically the flux capacitor, since, you know, we're not right. hiding what this reference is, um, <laughs> is, uh, it seems to be broken. Um, you would need an arcana check to know exactly um, what type of, you know, um, what item would be needed to get there, but it looks like you would both need to repair and um, magically repair, if if you understand that. Yeah. Can one of you magical people look at this thing? I think this is what's broken. It says it's it's labeled flux capacitor. No <laughs> idea what that means. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I do that thing where you open up the hood and you just kind of stare at things. <laughs> like, yeah. There's your problem. <laughs> I'm going to put Arcana check. Yeah. 
four. <laughs> Fits perfectly no, but... with your doing there, pizza tacos. Am I allowed to do one as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. 23. 23. Um, so you see that essentially um, it's a lot simpler than you realized. Um, the main thing that you as a group wouldn't have been able to figure out is how, you know, basically the combustion engine, because you don't have, you know, much of that to be able to have it run like a car. Um, but you see that um, inside the capacitor is... Um, like a stone um, that seems depleted um, of any magic, just inert right now. Um, but you would imagine that the type of stone that it is um, just needs to be enchanted with the plane shift spell. Um, you're not entirely sure how long that would take because you're not an, encha uh, an enchantress um, mm. or someone that enchants things. Um, but you know that that stone that you see sitting inside uh, the part labeled flux capacitor was the thing that allowed it to shift planes and as you're looking you kind of start seeing the connection like the rod going in the middle activated the stone and you this this arcana roll sort of you figured out what wasn't in the instruction book that you were given got it um can i take the stone is it small enough for me to take the stone and put yeah. it in the bag of holding it, it's, just in case? it's like if you imagine like those ion stones and stuff like that yeah. Um, that are, are, are stones that are just infused with spells. It's essentially what it is. Um, it just, you know, has all this other compartments um, connected to it um, that made it sort of alien technology to you. Okay. But, okay. You so I'm going to take, take it. Yeah. And then in case we run into anyone that can maybe re enchant it. Yeah. Uh, make a. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so uh, you remove the stone. Like I said, it's inert. It just looks like a stone right now. Um, uh, but the car is out of commission. Um, you can surely take any time you want to um, get it to be movable. Um, it's, it's easy to reverse engineer with a couple good rolls. Um, but it would take you guys a better part of a day to do that. If you're successful straight through. I mean, we don't specifically have anything chasing us right now, right? So I guess we might yeah. as well do it. Moment. It's up to you guys. What, yeah. what kind of role do we need to, to get right in order to make it make it work? Get rolls real quick. I have one in my head that I'm thinking, but I want to see if there's a better one. I just bring her up. It's not one of my better landings. No. It's based on intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for those of us on the outside of this thing. <laughs> How did yeah, you that, was, uh, that was not a fun ride. No. I left it on my feet somehow. I would imagine it would be probably an, an intelligence roll. Or is it... Which, which one is... No, wisdom's different. You just have to make it good intelligent rolls. And, um... And... Yeah, yeah. There's nothing else that really matches there. And maybe right. some... Uh, animal slash vehicle handling to get it to start essentially. Well, well, I'm not very good in either one, so <laughs> we're here. Who, who's the uh, the guy down here that we think we could uh, talk to? What's his name? Uh, the Vicious, I believe. Yes, it's the guy. Um, as you learned, um, is the uh, leader of this area. He is encased in ice. 
but can speak to you. Case denies, but can speak to me. Okay. Does maybe we want to? I know this is sacrilege, uh, but do we maybe want, you know, some people stay back, see if they could get this thing working while another part of our crew tries to find him and see what's up? Uh, I mean. What, what what's the party then? What how are we splitting? I mean, who wants to try and fix this car? And Mark, you said I, he's going to take that I'm all day. Going to, I'm going yeah. to pass on trying to fix this thing. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it. It, it doesn't matter where I go, but if you guys need to sneak, I might be able to help with that. But I don't know if necessarily you I, do. I I can stay back and help Fred fix the car. Be cool. I don't know what a car is. <laughs> what are you saying, car? <laughs> the car, car, car. It's hard to tell with your accent. What are you trying to say? Can you spell it? C A R. I don't know if that's a letter. All right, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll go with it. He's I just made up the word and just yeah. giving up halfway through. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Do you want help or not? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. So you, you guys, you go wherever it is this guy is. All right. Does anybody need us to do anything while we're in town? If you see any hand axes, get them. Uh, okay. Don't okay. run away from More them. More importantly, I'm going to hand Pizza Tacos the stone from the car. If you okay. run into someone that can enchant this, ask them to put the plane shift spell back on this, please. Plane okay. shift spell. Yeah, I'll stay with the car, You're and Astaroth will go with you guys. Yeah. Okay. Unless again, you think you need to sneak, then I can come. But. Oh, well, we're in hell, so I'd imagine plenty of sneaking would be a good idea. It's not well, a terrible idea, but at the same time, this we we kind of thought that this place might be like the one. Yeah. friendlier place in all the planes, right? That's true. Yeah, I do think it's a good idea to take Astaroth with with them. Uh-huh. That way they have some protection. Right, because, I mean, is it right now it's Pizza Tacos, Tiresias, Astaroth. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll work. Okay, so Astaroth will go with you guys and I'll stay back here. And, and then I'll the protect you guys. Great. Take Great. A look at that. Just right. don't break anything, please. It was one time. I'm never going to live it down. No, no, you're not. It's already broken. Yeah. <laughs> Can't break it anymore. I mean, you well, could. Yeah. Come back. It's all, it's like on center blocks. I don't know what happened. It's a rough neighborhood. <laughs> all right. So um, as you guys uh, split up, the uh, three of you start walking um, towards the uh, city. Um so I'm going to have uh, two separate rolls. Um, the people heading out give me a perception roll. And the people staying with the car, whoever's fixing it, give me the first intelligence check. I am going to do the intelligence check. Okay. I rolled a 24 for perception. I rolled a 4. Oh, there we go. Astra <laughs> rolled a 10 for perception. And intelligence, you said, for Zakara, right? Yeah. Uh, 18. 18. And okay. I also got 18 on the intelligence check. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, between the two of you, Fred and Zakara, um, you guys, uh, 
figure out how to get the um, car, the chassis and all back um, in place um, with the car. While still damaged, you don't have replacement parts, but you have it at least figured out how to bang it back together to sort of be able to uh, take your weight. So you at least have the car's frame work back. Um, the next couple checks will be engine and stuff like that. Um, but this takes you a few hours um, to do. Uh, real quick, Mark, while yeah. this is going on, I'm just keeping an eye out, you yeah. know, at the ready. Yeah, if you want to roll perception. Sure. Uh, 25. Okay, that, that's that's good perception. Thank um, you. Yeah, yeah, you, um, as of right now, you don't see anything close by. Um, for pizza tacos, um, as you guys... Um, because I don't think Astrak got more than a 24, correct? No. Okay. Uh, so, as usual, <laughs> pizza tacos out in front as you guys are walking. Um, you get about a um, few hundred yards away, and you see um, something, like, running in your direction. Okay. Just um... one singular humanoid-shaped thing just running in your direction. Okay. Uh, I go to the two bigger ones than me, and I say, on the ready, but just don't draw swords or anything yet, and we'll see what happens. All right. All right. And as you guys get closer, you close the gap, and you see, as it gets within, within about, you know, uh, 20, 30 feet of you, um, it's this uh, uh, about six, six and a half foot um, ice devil is just barreling at you. Um Give me a, um, a perception check, uh, the three of you. This sixteen, fifteen. Okay. So uh, Pizza Tacos and Astro both noticed that he does not have any uh, weapons drawn as he's running towards you. Um, well, that's good. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as he runs up to you uh, and gets in front of you, and this is. You know, um, normally when you when you see devils, they look a little more like uh, in, intimidating. But for some reason, even though his height and size, um, he just stands over you and just goes, "Well, hello, guys. How you doing?" <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're good. How are you? Wait, though, I thought you were running from something. No, no, no. You guys are the first people to come here in like decades. Oh boy! Um, that you that know, does not make devils. me feel better. <laughs> so, I'm excited. Uh, so, so uh, my name is Glacier. Um, of course, it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so, what are you guys here for? Um, uh, we've got business with the 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 big man in ice. Ah, the boss. The boss. Yeah. Boss, yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Nobody really. Uh, Nobody really comes to see the boss anymore. Um, but that's good. Um, that means nobody's been trying to kill him, if you know what I mean. Yep. Probably to I mean, do that. There's only so many ways to take that, yes. yes. <laughs> and he's like nodding, you know, the whole time. He's like, all right, uh, um, so you just need to meet with the boss, right? You're not here to kill any Krakens. You're not here for any of the uh, zombie ice fish. Um... You're, you're you're not here for any of the training for the blood uh, for the possible future blood war. Um, you guys are just here to see the big man, right? 
Uh, wow, a lot of a lot of stuff you just told us about all sound very interesting. But um, <laughs> priority number one is to talk to the big man. Uh, are there any enchanters in this town by any chance? Our uh, our magical our magical carriage has kind of uh, been broken by some tortle that told us he could drive it. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, that was a limited knowledge. Uh, and we're now kind of stranded here. So if you know an enchanter where we can, and I show him the the, the gem, um, yes. we could try and enchant uh, this. He's like, uh, well, I'm going to believe you guys, because that just looks like a rock to me. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess I wouldn't know anyone, but if anybody did in town, it would be the uh, the guy that runs the uh, Shaving Cube General Store. Shaving Cube. Shaved okay. and cubed. Shaved and cubed. General store. Um, okay. So, um, he'd probably be the only one. He would know the other dealers in town. That's uh, if there are any. You know, a lot of uh, you know a lot of the commerce moved out of here once we just basically became uh, during the Blood War factory for training everybody to fight on Vernius. So, uh, you know, not much left behind. But we do have some good places. And he starts like starts running towards the town, like sort of a gesture, like "Come on." Okay. Well, yeah. I, I assume we follow. Yeah. 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 And you guys uh, follow along. Um, it takes you about you know hour, hour and a half. Um, he just keeps running down, um, you know, all kinds of you know uh, a lot of animals that you or animals or the devils and stuff that you've seen before, creatures you fought that are from the hells, asking you. Um, if you were here to kill them, because for some reason he he thinks there's a greater purpose um, to you guys than just seeing the big man. So he's trying to wean it out of you with questions. But um, seems affable enough. So as you're traveling along, he's just making small talk. Um, and you get to the gate, he signals in. Um, they let you in. He's like, all right. He's like, uh, it'll take me a, a little bit to get um, us in uh, inside the castle. Um, where he is located. Um, so for now, uh, we have a couple options if you just want to hang out. Um, you know, if you if you guys like to uh, uh, drink, we have Chill Out, the popular, uh, you know, bar. Um, we have uh, Dry Ice, which is the non-alcoholic restaurant um, in town. Um we have the iced tea, which is the Goblin Head Driving Range. Um, <laughs> you know, if you, you know, and if you're if you're looking to pick up a, you know, a young lady, demon, devil, whatever, we have the Ice to Meet You Dating Service. Um, oh. They can find you an escort for the uh, evening. Uh, so uh, yeah, just let me know what you want to do, and I'll point you in that direction. Cool. Um, nice job, Mark. <laughs> yes, I guess uh, Teresa, you got any? Let, let's you know get matters into. You know, we we want to try and get this thing done. So let's check out the general store. See if this guy could point us in the direction of something that's uh, enchantable. Yes, I'd like to get on the road as soon as possible. Yes. Uh, so you um, you head in um, to the. Um, uh, general store and you just see that all the um, all the buildings are just sort of uh, carved into the ice mountain um, it, for some reason it's not so much 
a glacier. It's like this weird mix between being rock and being ice. Um, uh, you can tell this place has been probably frozen forever. Um, uh, so you walk inside. Um, uh, you see, uh, looks like normal general store uh, in the first little bit. But if you look in the back, um, you start seeing, you know, some some weird things um, that you haven't seen before in stores. Um, and there is a uh, another ice devil um, standing at the front desk there. Okay. I walk up to him and I say, ice to see you. Um, <laughs> ah, uh, so uh, you met Glacier, I see. Yes. Uh, I, uh, I, I think we're interested in some stuff, but one of the first things that we want to see, is there any place we can enchant anything in this town? And I show him the, the stone and I'm like, this thing kind of got us into the plains of hell and uh, our turtle friend crashed the carriage and now we need to try and uh, get this thing fixed. Hmm. He looks it over and he's like, all right. Um, the, let's see, you know, he left, I think the, I think the only enchanter left um, you would probably would be in the royal court, so you'd probably have to talk to Lavidius about him. Um, okay. So um, he'll be able to help you, um, hopefully. Uh, with that, um, yeah, like as Glacier probably talked to you the entire time you were coming in. Um, you know, we've had lost a lot of uh, blacksmiths and things like that, and all kinds of magical dealers here. Um, if it wasn't for the need for, uh, you know, food and just general potions overall, I probably wouldn't be open anymore. But, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so, um, speaking of, do you guys require anything? Um, I think you got a lot. I mean, we're from, we're from the up top. Um, okay. and I've never seen some of these things before. Do you, like, what, what's like kind of crazy stuff that I've never seen? What do you got? Yeah, so, um, Depends on how hard you want to look if you want to roll perception or investigation here. Uh, I don't know what I'd be... In, I, like, I wouldn't have something specific that I'm investigating. So I'm well, you'd be investigating percent. the shelves. And okay, see what's I'll investigate about. the shelves. Yeah. 15. Yeah, 15's good. Um, what you see seems to be a lot of ingredients for meals. Um, but they'd be like eyeballs and, you know... Uh, you see a couple um, dried out, like pickled goblin heads and just all kinds of like things you would consider like monster food um you know and stuff like that um you do see um what looks like hidden um with that roll of 15 like back there um seems to be a couple of potion bottles um that either somebody was trying to save or you know had gotten forgotten one is like has like an icy blue color and the other is kind of like a orange flame red, um, sort of in their color back there. Uh, I see you got some potions back there I've never seen before. What are, what are those? And he goes, oh, oh, those. God, I haven't seen those in a while. Ah, that must be where they are. And he pulls them out and he goes, he goes well, this one here, um, this one uh, helps protect against the cold in here because this place gets pretty cold. So if you ever you know, run out of, like, either lose your jackets or you get stuck somewhere for a while. This will help protect you against the cold. And he says, and this one here, um, 
would be if you uh, need to guard against anything um, ice-wise. This will make your breath very hot um, here. So um, uh, he hands them over. Um, if you want, because uh, you're proficient in Arcana, correct? I have half proficiency. Okay, so yeah, most bards are rolling for me. Okay. To see if you get the specific name. Yeah, 15. 15's fine. Um, the ice one is a potion of ice resistance. Essentially, you take it, and for like an hour, you are resistant to cold damage. Okay. Um, and also, the homebrew benefit is that if you do find yourself without, you know, proper protection from the cold, you get a few hours against, you know, freezing and hyperthermia and all that. Sure. Um, sort of like if, uh, for a game example, if you play Breath of the Wild, you know. Okay. Um, uh, and then the other one is a potion of fire breathing. Um, again, you take it and it gives you um, uh, six charges of using the fire breath spell. Um, which, um, Interesting. I, yeah, I believe it would be um, the lowest version of Tom's breathing spell and, and Astaroth's. You okay. know, not not their upgraded. What they got at level one. You know, sure. so it's just it's what you imagine is for people that don't already have that kind of attack advantage. Gotcha. You know? These are cool. Uh, you got any uh, potions, potions of greater healing? Like uh, I don't know, like four of them. Yeah. So he puts them up um, on the table on the uh, on the uh, the counter there, and he goes. He's like, well, he's like, to be honest, I haven't had anyone down here in a long time that spends money. So if you give me a couple gold pieces, you can take these four. Um, they've been sitting back here for 30 years. So um, I have no use for them and they're just taking up space. Okay. So if you guys yeah. want to take them. Um, he's like, but uh, but those, um, you know, and he points to the the two things. He's like, um, I can give them to you um, if you, um, you know, let me know what happens. Like, if you get that stone enchanted, you know, I'll just give them to you. I'm curious if that enchanter still works here. Just okay. some information trading. Okay. So you want us to come back if we can find an enchanter? Yeah. Or, you know, if you have a certain way to, um, you know, talk to someone without being in the same room as them. That would work too. Um, I mean, technically I do, but just, I mean, I guess Mark, we're allowed to cast spells at higher level, right? If we don't yeah. have any more spell slots. Yeah. Uh, but I would have to meet him first. Yeah. I, he's like, we well, have met me. Oh, oh, okay. I thought, I thought you were talking about me talking <laughs> to the other guy. Gotcha. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, misunderstood. All right. So yeah, I'll take these. Oh, he's giving me four greater healing potions yeah. Yeah. and uh yeah and then uh just one last thing i'm gonna take the uh the widow maker which i'm now gonna call it the pistol mm -hmm. i'm gonna put it on the uh put it on the table it's like you got anything special for this thing i don't know if you've ever seen it before but i don't know i'm i just got it it's kind of cool and i i don't know if anybody down here has has come across anything like this and he looks it over and goes Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen anything like this. And you see him like sort of, uh, 
give it so it opens the chamber and just sort of looking it over without breaking it. Um, it took me four days to figure that out, man. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, all right. Um, well, from my looks of it, um, it looks like it has sort of the same mechanics as a uh, as a crossbow in terms of... So the best thing I got, he's like, here, if you, you know, this isn't really, you know, I don't even know. I usually just hand this out when people buy crossbows and bolts, but he gives you some oil um, that you can put on it that'll give you advantage. Um, you know, if, if you, you get to roll again um, to avoid, um, basically roll another 20 to avoid a misfire sort of thing. Um, it's not so much that you would hit the target, it's just the gun wouldn't break. Okay. Um, if, you know, if you get a, I think it's one through four or two through four, um, you know, normally the gun would need to be repaired, but you get a second chance to get above that. Okay. It's cool. a weird homebrew I'm coming up with just to give, you know, sort of, but it only has, he says, this bottle here has uh, three uses in it. So. Great. Okay, I'll take this. How much do I owe you? He's like, yeah, just give me, yeah, just give me about five gold pieces. I'll be fine. Um, I'm just more important about knowing about that enchan enchanter. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We'll uh, we'll let you know. We got talks with the big man. Um, I go to Teresius. You got anything that you're you're in the mood for? Looking for? Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, the cold resistance. How much? How much for those? Um, you'll get those as soon as for free once I find out if the enchanter is still in the in the court. Okay, because I'm going to need them. Being cold-blooded down here does not bode well. Yes, that's why I thought it would be uh, good to trade that for information instead of coins that are basically useless down here. Agreed. <laughs> uh, I, I think, okay, yeah. Uh, just one last question, I think... Probably the big man's got the, the answer for me, but um, have you guys heard anything about anybody poking around looking for any sort of like, coffin or mausoleum of some sort? Does that um, sound familiar to you? Uh, the only... Yeah, the only uh, people that have been down here are your normal... Um, we've had a, uh, recently in the last couple days... Um, probably we had some representatives from, uh, DIS showed up, um, and met with the, uh, uh, the big man, as you called them. Um, and yeah, that's about it. That's about normal. You know, we sort of get diplomatic, um, things from every one of the circles every so often. As Glacier probably told you, um, this place was the training ground, uh, during the Blood War because of all the crazy animals which i'm sure he has talked to you about um he really loves krakens don't ask him about krakens please um and you know just it's a, it's a good way to train a lesser devil um for the army um so we sort of became the de facto you know nobody really fights us from the other circles so was anything out of the ordinary but yeah it, it's just been yeah the city of this you know sent somebody down Okay. All right, cool. Uh, all right, I think we're just going to chill out, uh, get some cold brews ah, down nice. at the, uh, the bar, yeah. and wait yeah. for Glacier to, you know, connect with us. Yeah, yeah. So. If, yeah, while you're at um, 
chill out if you have anybody that does not drink any of the non-alcoholic. Um, dry ice has a special um, uh, brew that they, a non-alcoholic brew that you can ask okay. for. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, yeah, it's been nice talking to you. All right, no problem. Take care. Yep. All right, so uh, I guess we're going to chill out. Yep, yeah, you guys out. head over right. to chill out. Um, okay. The people back with the car, give me another uh, intelligence check. Are we both rolling? Yeah, you can both roll. Okay. I'm assuming the... And Borg can roll too, but my assumption is that the two of you are figuring it out and then using Borg's strength to... Sort yeah, of yeah. Anything. that Bort was lifting up the car so that we could look at it. <laughs> yeah. We don't uh, <laughs> Do you want me to give a strength check? Oh, God. Not yet. Drop this on mm-hmm. our head. 21. I rolled a 19. Okay, yeah. So the both of you figure out you um, see some of the parts that were in the engine had popped off and just, you know, uh, using your smarts, you can see, you know, the pieces that sort of go together. Um, uh, you see little, like... Uh, uh, what's it called? Like grooves in them that sort of match up, um, so you know which is which. Um, you get that all together, um, and then you go to, um, you know, need to check uh, to make sure um, that everything is good motion-wise. So um, at the end of this check, which next time we come around, this is where the scene will start. Um, you sort of have Bort is sort of got the car jacked up, so you guys can check out the tires. Um, like himself, like sort of picking it up. Um, so yeah, so you guys have the engine all connected back together. Um, not a hundred percent sure um, how it fires yet. Um, uh, that'll be probably the final check. But um, you guys are piecing this car back together piece by piece. So you're about Sweet. four or five hours in um, nice. for that. All right. So during that two to three hours that they were fixing that car, um, you guys uh, spend the first part of that in chill out. Um, I don't know if you guys want to talk first. Yeah, sure. Um, So sounds like this have been down here. So sounds like they're on the trail of this second coffin or whatever you want to call it. So... I don't know. Time is of the essence, I suppose. Yes. I mean, they still need the third place, which by that by that uh, little note about where it is, I mean, it's a little more vague than the first two, so maybe we have a little bit more time. Um, but I don't know what we can do if we, like, hypothetically, if we find it right now, I don't know what we can do while we're here. You know? Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. I'm not sure that we can do anything down like here. We could sit here. We could we could find it, sit there, and babysit it until someone shows up. I don't... Unless we could destroy it? I, does that help them? I feel like destroying it is, seems a lot like opening it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. I can sit on it. Would that help? Uh, I guess we, if we leave a giant red dra- or, I mean, medium-sized red dragon on top of the coffin. <laughs> Hold on one second. Are no, you talking no, no. no. <laughs> you gotta do a voice for Astaroth. That was my voice for Astaroth. <laughs> you sounded that awful it, huh? like Zakara. Uh, Just a deep I can voice. sit on it. <laughs> there you go. That, that's, that's good enough. 
I'll take I, that. It's not a terrible idea, to be honest with you. And um, I, I agree. Uh, we don't have anything else bigger, so that yeah. should work. We find it. We tell him to camp out here. There, I guess. Um, but And then, so he'll miss the wedding. Which, Does I don't he know. need to he, be at the wedding? I mean, if it turns into a fight, which... I mean, there's going to be a whole bunch of devils there of great importance. I don't see how that's not going to end in a giant fight if we're trying to stop I mean, my uh, ex-girlfriend from marrying... Which one is she marrying? I They're all... To me, they're, every single person's name is shorthand for the devil, so I always get these mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> Mephistopheles, Beelzebub, and Lucifer are all the same thing to me. So which one is she marrying and who's her dad? <laughs> Who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> I was thinking uh, that too. I'll let anybody if they want to check their notes before I jump in, just to be a little yeah. not handholdy. So, yeah. um, please hold. Um, I can, I can do this if you're okay with. I send me. a me- I send a message. I said <laughs> I send it to the level and send it to yeah. uh, Fred, so we don't metagame this. Like yeah. Fred, I, I know mean, you're down with all this politics who's marrying who and who's who's daddy (laughs) so i i was just gonna explain this because um like it in game it hasn't been that long since the last time we recounted the whole plot so i think that like pizza tacos would remember but us real people it's been like a month or so um so um, tribeca's father is mephistopheles who is in charge of the Eighth Circle of Hell. Um, Tribeca is supposed to marry Beelzebub, who is in charge of the Seventh Level of Hell. Okay. Uh, and Lucifer is not a leader of any of the Circles of Hell. He is the... He's Morningstar. Um, yeah. And he is supposed to be more powerful than all of the other currently existing devils. Okay. Alright. Cool. Um, uh, I'm going to use this opportunity actually to also s- use an other sending at fourth level. Okay. And I'm going to send it to Tribeca again. And okay. I'm going to say, We're in Stygia. Is there any way you can meet us halfway? Or do you want to meet seventh or eighth? Yeah, and she goes and takes a long you hear a sigh and she goes well um, I am thinking um, that the only place that we'll meet is if uh, you find a way to get invited to my wedding and you hear like chains rattling just to meta game a little bit um, sort of <laughs> um, so yeah um I hate that mirror man, and that's the end of her sending. God damn it. Alright, so remember when I I think I told you, Teresius, that I was pretty sure that she had, you know, uh broken she had broken free and she was out on the loose. Yes. She's not anymore. So Oh good. So what I was kinda hoping 
involved my original plan involved her being still safe but maybe you know we're going that way anyway so maybe we'll, we could try and still rescue her before we still have 10 days so um yeah maybe we can figure that out but uh yeah so i mean in the her, his i point to astronaut his mom is probably going to hate us saying um you know camp out here and you know well, blow I everyone mean, away but it's it's not the worst idea we've ever had don't we have a, a very large uh instrument to call him if we need him that's true and it should be it should be ready at that point that is a fair point sir i forgot all about that flute <laughs> i can a dragon will never me. forgets it's true yeah, when shit gets re- if shit gets real at that wedding, which short will, uh, we could figure that one out. Okay, I can yeah. I can break the ceiling. I can come in through the ceiling. <laughs> I think I've done that before. I kind of remember doing that once. I like how Astaroth sounds like a smoker because <laughs> breathe smoke. So like it's true. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> this is the best voice ever. <laughs> Us, us three, we seem to hatch really excellent plans, don't we? I feel, I feel like uh, they should put us together more often. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like the the turtle and the 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 high elf, they just complicate things. Fred seems cool. I don't really have any issues with Fred, um, but the other two, they just complicate things. Here, we're figuring out great plans that I'm assuming nobody is going to have problems with them, but. Hopefully. Considering no one can make a decision, yeah, that's probably the case. <laughs> I mean, she's going to flip out a little bit when we tell her that we're planning to leave her pet here. I mean... You could tell her it was my idea. The, you, you could tell her yourself. You gotta... Because <laughs> I would love to watch that exchange. <laughs> At the very least, listen to it. <laughs> well, you gotta get ready. No. What do you mean it was your idea? As, um, I, if I've done it, you have to do it. <laughs> As you guys are discussing this plan, you hear the uh, door to chill out bust open, and Glacier comes running in. And um, give me a perception roll, the two of you. Um, Fifteen. Roll a lot of fifteens today. If I could that roll something a above a ten, it'd be great. That is a natural three, though. There you go. Eleven. Oh. <laughs> Just above a ten. That's about that's what you need it. Um, Thank God. So what the three of you see is that uh, his face is uh, turned from happiness to concern. Um, and he looks at you guys. He's like, um, I need you guys to come with me right now. Um. <laughs> that sounds like a man who's not all cool. So we're going to go that, with him. Uh, that can't yeah. be good. Not yes. very chilled out right now. Yeah. So he you follow him. Um, he gets to the um, you get to the castle wall. Um and sort of he does a hand signal and you guys run on in um uh Tyrese give me a perception check great another one (laughs) natural 20 thank you so as soon as you come in you notice the guards um in the building kind of give you a side eye a little bit um you're not you don't have your Bahamut stuff out so it's not that just to give you a heads up Okay. Um, because you rolled the natural 20, I can give you that slightly meta thing. 
Uh, well, I, I did turn it all inside out when I yeah. came down. So, yeah. yeah, but you notice that they're all kind of giving you a little bit of a curious side eye glance as you run on through. Well, I I do look like someone they might know. <laughs> so, yeah, you kind of glance that um, you're not entirely sure um, why, but you're with that role. You're pretty sure that they have had some encounter with your uh, I twin question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we would call them. Other half. <laughs> Worse half. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you guys run in. Um, you go up the um, ice stairs. Uh, give me, um, just for fun's sake, both of you give me um, acrobatics checks. Acrobatics, huh? It, did Astrot stay behind? No, he's with them. Oh. Ten. But he, in a second, I'll... Okay. okay. <laughs> no so make sure. 10. 10. 11. Uh, 11. Um, thank, thankfully, you guys um, stumble a little bit, but the steps are made of ice. Uh, so uh, you weren't expecting that running up. So it took you a while to get your footing. Um, you know, uh, Astrot um, sort of just runs up and you get the idea that maybe um, his body being natural heat, um, it was easier for him to go up those steps. Um, he had no issue with it. Um, but you guys get up there. You're a little bit behind. Glacier's waiting for you at the top. Um, he goes, come on. And you go inside. Um, and you're outside the um, this giant uh, chamber door. Um, and he, uh, he just uh, sort of gestures and points at the door. Uh, so um, give me uh, perception checks, the three of you. Natural 20, 32, 4. So um, immediately, Pizza Tacos sees um, that the entrance um, to the uh, uh, chamber um, has uh, some sort of, um, like, uh, like weird-looking, like, uh, shimmer to it. Um, And you can see that... um, Written along the sides is um, words written in a language you've seen before but can't read because you can't read Infernal, right? I only got common and elvish. Okay, that's what I was, I was pretty sure you didn't have any. Yeah. So you see that it's written in Infernal over top of it, and you see a little shimmer um, off of it. Uh, if you want to um, get a little more information, um, you would have to either investigate or Arcana. Hmm. But you got you got everything that that door is showing you by just looking at it with that natural twenty. All right, I'm gonna do an investigation. Oof, natural one. So I'm gonna lucky that just because. <laughs> it always happens. <laughs> I've rolled two elevens, two natural ones. Get these out of the way. <laughs> yes, please get them out of the way now. <laughs> uh, so you walk up to the door and you. The only thing you notice is the obvious, which your natural 20 has given you, is that it's it's some kind of barrier, um, you know, uh, stopping you from getting inside. And Glacier's like, I can't, I can't get in. And I just, I can't, I, and he's just stammering. um, Could I use an identify spell to understand what it is? Yeah, if you want to. And I'll, um, does, uh, check his character sheet, Jen. Does Astrod speak Infernal? 
Um, no. Okay. It is not. I wasn't sure if I gave that to him or not. Nope. What a loser. Hey. I'm going to cast Identify. Okay. So you Let's touch the wall shimmers. You now feel that it is a barrier. You know, on there. Okay. Um, so your, your touch um, reveals that it is uh, a spell. Um, like a barrier spell. Um, you know, but for some reason... Um, you feel a strong magical presence from the words around the door. Um, give me an intelligence check. Five. <laughs> Getting into low you, rolls right now. Getting around a little strong, but you're not entirely sure. So if, uh, just to, uh, Give you every chance possible. Um, if the other two there want to give investigation checks, Astrot and Tiresias. Sure. Sure. Oh. Uh, nine. Uh, four. Four. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> but real my well. passive investigation is twelve. <laughs> my passive investigation is twenty. <laughs> so uh, you guys look at it, and you basically get the same thing as pizza tacos. He points everything out. You feel that these words mean something. Um, and you look over and um, you see Glacier is like on his knees, like sort of crawling and following something from the door. Uh, I'm going to try and dispel magic on the door. Okay. Fifth level. Okay. I am wasting all my spell slots. <laughs> So you go and uh, dispel, um, and you see um, the barrier disappear, and then come back. Okay. But it did work. The barrier just came back. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, you, you're assuming from your passive intelligence... Um, that um, it has something to do with the words. Okay. Around there, why this is doing this. Ah, um, uh, shit. And you see uh, Glacier looks up real quick and goes, uh, do you guys have anybody else with you? Yes, uh, we do. Yes, we do. Because he, uh, he uh, uh, sort of, uh, give me... Um, just give me a perception check. It's going to be a low DC. Um, All of us? The, yeah, the three. 19. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, nine. Hang on. Two. That's better as a dragon. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's disadvantages to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, you now see, as he's pointing out to you, that there seems to be this trail of, like, some kind of essence coming off the door and sort of down into a dungeon, uh, like, stairwell-looking thing. Um, he goes, uh, I think whatever is blocking the door went that way. And he points, and he goes, uh, so uh, are you, do you guys have anybody else, or are we going to try and do this on our own? Uh, all right, hold on a second. <laughs> I cast Sending at fifth level. 
Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> and I said, I think we need some backup. I'm gonna send this to Zakara. I think we need some backup. Uh, the big man has been compromised. Oh boy, where are you guys now? We can meet you. I cast sending <laughs> <laughs> at a sixth level. <laughs> I'm so glad I wasted this on this. <laughs> I'm at where the big guy would be, the castle. <laughs> okay, we'll be there as soon as we can. Uh, so uh, um, it worked out so well. <laughs> so um, uh, one last thing before you guys leave, because this would have happened before the sending spell. Um, give me uh, one last intelligence check from Fred and Zakara. crossed natural 20 Ooh. yeah uh, 20 but not natural Aww. okay <laughs> yeah so you guys figure out you have this car back together like it it looks outside of dents and you know you know broken windows and you know uh, maybe a rearview mirror or, or side mirrors off or something but <clears throat> functionally the car is back um tires are on everything is good um you guys have gotten it um and one final thing bort if you want to give me uh an animal handling check to see if you can start it hold up um since i got a natural 20 can i also add magic runes to make it move faster by which yeah. i mean paint flames on the side of it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> go right ahead we'll put that into <laughs> might as well get it bigger tires in the back while you're at it yeah. <laughs> I rolled an 18 for animal 18. handling. Yeah, so you you go in and you see uh, where the little knob is in there um, that you that the instruction book tells you to turn. You turn it first; it sort of putters, and then um, you know you go and turn it, and it just happens to coordinate with Fred finishing his flames on the side of the car um, as the engine turns on. And at least for now, you have a, a drivable vehicle um, that would be able to maybe cut your travel time down, wink, um, to the <laughs> to where your friends are. Hey, I did it. Good job. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, you guys uh, drive off. I'll give him on that good roll because um, it's really only a 10 DC um, for the animal handling. Um you guys uh, start heading towards um, uh, the castle area, um, and as you pull up, um, the gates open, um, and uh, Zakara, give me a perception check as you're pulling up to the... Um, 17. Okay. And with your, you know, uh, passive and regular perception and all that, as you're pulling up, you can sort of see through the door of the castle as you're going up the steps, um, that shimmer of, you know, uh, trail coming off of it. And as you guys meet up, um, that's where we'll end the episode. Welcome, travelers. Seems like you're looking for a story. Well, I got one for you. It involves adventure, friendship, and all hey, sorts hey, of... Hey, uh, Earl, why don't you tell him about that time I stole that big-ass melon? Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I was going for more. Or you could epic. tell him about the time I kicked her ass, Earl. I wouldn't ever tell him. Do I need to get time. my ref gear on? Okay, everyone, shut up. Now come with me as I tell you a story from afar. Hey, everybody. My name's David. I'm the DM for From Afar Podcast. A From Afar Podcast is all about four friends separated by distance, brought together by adventure. Hope you all stop by and give us a listen. Thanks.